For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Please announce yourself. Nope, it's more than fat. Even right down to the cross that I must bear. You give your life for me, so I'll get married to you. Without your power, I just would not make it. All of my life's struggles wouldn't be able to take it. Producer, 
Dr. Robin Lynn. Yes, she's there. Surely she's there. It's not her spirit playing music this morning. Okay, now can you hear me? Oh, I hear Good morning, my sister. How are you? Good morning. Greetings and salutations. I had my new microphone muted out. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Say that again. You're talking low. Oh, can you hear me now? Check, check. I hear you. Check, check just well. I hear you very well. So good morning. And how are you this morning? I'm very well this morning. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I am just like you. I'm great. I praise and thank you for another day of uh, being available. Some of us are not available. We're here, but not available. I am available, and I am willing and ready to do this getting perfect will. I guess we better close out the other side of the room. Yesterday, I, I, I guess I had a brain freeze. <laughs> but it is what it is. We praise and thinking that he's working out for our good. Father, we come this morning for no shape or fashion. But we come to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, because it was a long journey from the bedroom to the bathroom. Couldn't have made it, but you brought us through. And now, Father, Lord, we ask you that you bring us, Lord, over into, excuse me, our blessed room where we could praise you, have fun, allow others to come in, Father, and be healed and set free. We pray, God, for our host, uh, uh, Dr. Freddie, the man of faith that must proceed his family, his business, his life, uh, his safe journey. We ask you to protect, as you always had, Lord, your people. We pray for your people to nearer. We ask you this morning, Father, if you would just lend us your ear that we would hear as we go into the other room and then bless the service. That's Sister Robin Lynn, our doctor, as she clicked us into the right direction and we'll follow him. We give you praise, Lord, our right now. Most high, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord, hallelujah. Well, good morning again, family and friends. Excuse me. Uh, I almost felt like this was a weekend, you know. The kids uh, go on this uh, um, summer vacation, and uh, it just appears to be the weekend to me. I guess every day is Saturday to me, you know, because I live a life like that, you know. On the Sabbath, I usually go out and just blow that chauffeur and, you know, I let the top down on that little car. The Lord bless me to be able to uh, let that top down. We drop the top. And there ought to be some YouTube videos out there because I catch a few people's video on me as I'm blowing. And I'll be driving down the road just blowing on their home. Oh, it's just it's a beautiful thing. So today is uh, Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Just wrapping in. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Is that is there anything that I need to do before we go into our opening scripture? Um, no. 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 I'm sure. I'm sure if it was, I would have had it told you. I'm. I'm quite sure of it. Being- 
I don't know. I don't know because I love the the the, the way you told me yesterday. Hey, <laughs> I love it. Oh, I laughed. That gave me that gave me great joy. <laughs> I was I was high. I was cool to start off with. I was good. Yeah. I'm gonna have you rapping. Oh, I am not going anywhere. I'm gonna stay right here. <laughs> No, 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 no. Now you can just go on if you got. I got put out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can move around. We we gonna do this. <laughs> oh my God! This this back to what the world would be like with just all men. It just be jacked up. It jacked up like the lady yesterday. The lady said. Uh, it couldn't be the will of God for uh, men to be with men and women to be with women, she said, because in the next 20 years, what would we have? We would have a declining population. <laughs> that would be a whole fruitful well, And that's why, that's why um, that sexual aversion uh, 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 perversion has always been uh, Satan. Satan's answers to God's sacrament of marriage. Because, and, and I want to Father tells us to be fruitful and to multiply and to replenish the earth and to heal. And when he says replenish the earth, that means with children. Okay? This is why it's an abomination to him. Homosexuality is an abomination to him because same sex it cancels out the the, the people. It cancels out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so people go, Oh well we're just gonna adopt. Okay, well if enough people are going out there and, and resorting to that and then adopt adopting and then um and there's so much going on with the with the sterilization of our youth, um, with those impacts that they give out the kids and the parents and the parents. Why did you ask me anything? You said, say that again, my sister. I said, why did you even ask me a question? Why did I even ask the question? Yes, because when you ask when you ask me a question, it gets me to, to thinking and answering, and it just leads to so many things. But that's and, good. Well, that's... it can it can be good because, well, and then sometimes not because it can prompt me passionately to, you know, pick up a sword and start going around swashbuckling people and smiting. Hmm. Well, uh, people are full of full of questions in the world today. They want to ask, but they have no one to ask anyhow. So, when the Lord bring it bring it to the mind of the believer, then the believer can explain the reason why. Uh, um, and, and 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 that's the world of this morning. You know that. You just can't serve God on any kind of way. You know, people want to just serve him religiously 
And here we are, we're living in society when your neighbor is telling you, that's my nephew, my nephew, the one that shot that girl in the head three times and shot the boy. And, and you know, I mean, stuff like that, it's like it's coming to me to say, you know, tell the preachers, why don't they preach what they see? And anyhow, the scripture said, you know, watchmen, you know, oh, watchmen, you know, tell the people what you see. Jeremiah told them what was going on. Even uh, uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel went out there, and he, he acted the way they acted. He said, well, what are you doing out here? He said, uh, I'm doing what y'all do. And that was the only way that they saw themselves is because he did everything they did except for got drunk. But he hung out on the corners. He had a knapsack. He slept on the curbs and stuff, you know, and he was there in the midst of there. And they knew that he was very spiritual. So he was doing, the Lord told him to go and do this thing. And that's what the church is liking today. They don't go out there amongst the people. I don't see them. They don't go out amongst the people and begin to show the people really what they're like. I mean, and I'm telling you, people are falling away from the church so tough until the preachers have to stand up and preach that, you know, you, you're not giving. Well, nobody told you to go out there and build no $15 million church, $300 million church. Then you got three of them. So now your membership falling off, finances are declining. Go talk to God. They should talk to the Most High and find out, you know, Father, what is wrong? What's wrong is your message needs to change. Wouldn't you think that the, but then if you change your message, the people is not going to come. Because look over at, at, at our platform. The majority of our listeners are far and few that are near. What's wrong? They do not want to hear. Because when you're in the enemy's house, you do not want to be told that you're in the enemy's house. You want to be told that you pat you on the back. You're all right. You know, people are lining up. They're giving each individual four tickets apiece to get in to Muhammad Ali. I mean, I know he was the quickest. What you say, my sister? I had to go step away for a second to tend to the grandbaby. Now, what's this about Muhammad Ali, sir? They're giving uh, people, uh, the police has told them don't line up before 6 o'clock. They don't. They're lining up in his home state, and they're going to probably have a, a Muhammad Ali movie or something. I don't know. But they're giving four tickets for individual. And these people have been lining up out there with their seats and everything, you know, and this crowd of people lining up because the greatest of all time has died. Do you remember Mr. Mr. Bojangles? Oh, yes. Mr. Bojangles, um, the, the city of New York paid for his funeral, and he had um, a, a citywide parade procession, horse-drawn carriage, uh, uh, and the police and the fire department marched before, before the funeral procession, um, and we had 700 people attending that service. Your phone is kind of going high and low, in and out. Oh, I can't. 
I can't help that. That is, yeah. You was away from you was too far away or something. But it sounded good on the end. He paid for who funeral? The city of New York paid for um, Mr. Bojangles' funeral. Really? Yeah. Yes, and he had, he's had, um, they had, he, he he still has the world record for um, how many people attended his service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was much loved and a great man, and it, but it's funny, while he was alive, you know, he was just, oh, look at that old silly little black man over there dancing. This is so dangerous, yeah. And 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 his message. He only had that one song, but Mr. Bojangles is an actual real person. He was not Sammy Davis Jr. He was portrayed him. he was considered a dialect and a vagrant, so he was shunned upon and stuff like that. And he and he did he. He had a gift because when he danced, he, he made people happy. But other than that, if he separated the gift from the man, and even it was a gift from the man, if he wasn't dancing, he, he wasn't nothing. And then when he was coming around and arguing like that, it was amazing. So I say like this I don't want anyone bringing any flowers to my family. If you haven't brought me flowers while I'm alive, don't you dare think about bringing no flowers to my funeral. Don't even well, think about it. Well, I'm going to tell you, like the little old lady, the little old lady came in there with a bowl of camel soup and set it on top of the casket, and the folks was ridiculed and looking at her. She said if they could, if just, if she could get up and smell them flowers, she would eat this soup. She was living by the soup. Then <laughs> flowers wasn't doing anything, but that, that, that's what she was eating to live. So the lady said, well, if she, they looked at her, why would she put soup on this woman's cat? If she could smell those flowers, she would get up and eat this soup. So letting them know that she cares nothing about your flowers at all. So while I'm alive, I believe in giving to people while the people are alive. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do much funeral business, um, but when I do go, I speak the word of God, not so much uh, over the individual, but I speak it to the audience because the people that are alive are the one that need to be dealt with. She's dead. He's he's deceased. His 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 soul and spirit is is, is gone on to that resting place. All you're looking at now is the remains, you know, and people should do the best they can for one another so that if we would ever have to stand there at a funeral, you know, if you cry, let it be the tears of joy. It's a, The Bible said it's a beautiful thing when the saints, you understand me, have died. But it don't look beautiful a lot of times when these are Christian funerals. They've fallen all over, about to pull the person up out of the casket. You know, some of them fight at the. <clears throat> you've seen fights break break out, big fights. Uh, yeah. The fights will go to the point that they left the body, left the body sitting there uh, in the church, 
and all the people were on the outside fighting while the body was still inside. And then it took hours, and finally they put the body back in the hearse and took the body over and rested. I'm like, this is some, this is some foul stuff. But anyhow, let us open up with scripture and pray, and then uh, we're going to let the Lord have his way. Again, I do thank you. Uh, hallelujah, uh, Dr. Robin Lynn, the doctor of putting all this stuff together. You know, the Lord is able, he's faithful, he's looking for someone. He's looking for someone that won't be religious, that will just humble themselves and do what he asked us to do. And then if we can humble ourselves, he'll take us to great, he will take you places you don't imagine. You couldn't afford to be there, couldn't pay your way there. I'm living the life of that daily, the places that he do and the things that he do. And the things that he gives you and the protection that he puts upon your family and your home, you have that edge about yourself. Amen. The morning scripture, of course, we know is Psalms, Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons of those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the all of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. Father, be glorified this morning. Thank you again, Robin Lynn. And she, what is that? Thank you again for Robin Lynn, for the Lord, for what she do, Lord, to bring this thing out. We just glorify your name. We ask that you bless us physically, physically, and mentally. Wish I could just throw that phone away sometime. And we know that you do all things well. Let's stop it. 7.25 in the morning. Call a little later. That's how you do that. Just tell them it's too early. You don't want to take your phone. Oh, come on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Again, there's nobody. That's the uh, that's called another spirit. And we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor right now, Father. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord this morning for another opportunity to be here. Um, looking back over so many things that is happening in the world in the church, outside the church, and in the homes of the women and men of God. The Lord is talking about examining ourselves, how that we're to daily examine ourselves so that we don't be caught up. And I thought, I thought, you know, it's too late up in the season to be thought. If we don't think on the things of God, then we're going to look around us at all the stuff that's happening, and then we're going to be consumed with idolatry. But I'm so grateful this morning that he penned it in the book, and, you know, as I listen to people, people start making suggestions and saying that, I think the Lord meant this. I think the Lord meant that. I don't think he meant anything. It is what it is. 
my wife is asking me, did I let Leo out? He's barking. <laughs> Even the dog. <laughs> oh, praise the sister, holy name. Even the dog himself, he, uh, uh, he calls on me, and he makes me do what he wants me to do. I'm a slave and a prisoner in my own house, but it's okay. Leo, why are you in that bar? Come on now. Mama talking about you in that bar because you don't want nothing. You just want to go out there and play with some cats. And you come your fatty itself back here, dog. So, I praise and thank God that everything is in control according to the word of God. You know, most pit bulldogs, you just don't let them dogs out without a leash. <laughs> Leo thinks he's human. He don't even know that he's a dog. So he goes outside and he snoops around the mailboxes of the neighbor's house. And he can't snoop around mine because I have a lot of uh, flowers. Uh-oh, a lot of flowers going out there. So he goes around the neighbor's house and uh, uh, he do what a boy dog do. And then he comes back to the front door after about three, four minutes. And try to invite me outside. He, I opened the door to let him in. He sat outside and barked at me, telling me, come outside, come outside. I'm like, I don't want to come out there with you. So he winds up going me on the outside with him. And then he runs and he wants me to race with him. You know, we used to do the one, two, three. One, two, three. Now we used to march and set, ready to go. And Leo be running. You can't beat him running, you know. I told Shama. There's no way you're going to beat four legs. Four legs are going to always be quicker than two. <laughs> so we thank God this morning for all things. But as I look around, I see so much happening in the world. And as these things are happening in the world, what should the church be doing? What is what what type of answer should we respond with? How should we respond to the things of God when we see the things that are going on in the world today? How do you think we should respond? So should we be trying to get the people to, uh, what should we be telling the people this morning? Do we have any answers that we could tell the people about the sin business and how that God is going to conduct, how he's going to conduct this and what he's going to do to bring things back into order? Because I, I, I think that the world is, is out of order. The church is out of order. I think the raising of children is out of order. We are so out of order. We are so out of order this morning. What do we need to do to try and bring this thing back into order? You know, we're steady preaching every day. The churches are steady preaching. Joel Osteen got uh, over a million members almost. So what is the church liking today? Can you tell me what the church is liking today, sister, that, uh, People may hear it, and some of the ministers that come here, you know, we have a lot of ministers that come and they listen and they go back to their church and it helps them to put their sermons together. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to get you so I could make sure that I still was connected. <laughs> so I did hear something in the background. You may have to let your granddaughter preach, preach sometime, you know, just give her a Give her the mic, because what she told me, I said, uh, are you all right? She said, not really. <laughs> so this child, how old is she, two years old? 
the baby is two, huh, Robin Lynn? Yes, she's two. Yes. So if if a two year old, if you asked her, is she all right? And she tell you, no, not really. And could keep a conversation with you. That lets you see right there that when the Bible said that the world is getting wise, that babies are born wise and wise and wise, and the world is getting wicked, then that means that we should start teaching these shit. I'm so glad that you got with that baby so she can get a chance to learn from Granny, you know, the things of God, uh, the things of God, and I know that you have an awesome time uh, teaching this child and living spirits before us. She have no excuse. She have no excuse whatsoever. So that's a blessing. I'm going to let Leo back in here, and we're going to get back in here to the Word. We were over in the book of Jude, and uh, the Lord been dealing with us concerning uh, concerning what he wants from us because we we can't give God no anything and expect him to bless us and uh, to give us our daily bread and all the wonderful things that we need from God. So we're really going to get it from God. Excuse me. Come on, Leo. The A is right there. He's ready, too. You ready, man? Come on in here. Come on. There you go, man. He's going to lay back down. He's looking at his bowls to Shama. She needs to get up and feed Mr. Leo. She looks for that everything, but that's well, so I don't like how I got my coffee brewing. Hallelujah. No, I got to have me some coffee in the morning. For, I think that coffee has something in it to get me just straight up crunked up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We are uh, been in the book of Jude. We've been in the book of, uh, uh, was it Ephesians? We've been all over the book. But the Lord is speaking to the body. And he started off reading the 12 tribes of Israel and uh, talking to them uh, about how to have joy. And he was telling us that we were going to have various trials, a lot of trials and temptations. But he was letting us know that our faith will be tested. You know, in order for you to have faith this morning, you're going to have to exercise your faith. And your faith will be tried. It will be exercised. It will be tried in the fire. You will go through many, many, many trials and tribulations. But just because you're going through a trial or tribulation out there, it don't mean that the Lord is putting you in this thing. Uh, 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 situations are changing. Trials and tribulation will come up on the land. And if you are living, you will be a part of it. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Glad to have you. Good morning. Well, good morning. How are you? (laughs) Blessed. Thank you so much. Wow. Is this our solemn partner? No. Yes, I'm a solid partner. I'm a solid partner. Hallelujah. We missed you. We most certainly miss you. We're glad that you got the new number and, and called in the other line. How did you find the number? 
Um, actually, I'm not a silent party. This is Ms. Dee. Robert Lynn invited me to be on the um, call this morning. Oh, praise the Lord, Doctor Robert Lynn. Robert Lynn. Yes, yes can you Robert hear me? Lynn maybe invited me. Yes, she did. Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, Hello. Robert. Hey, Sissy. Good morning. God bless you. Bless you too. I thought you was working. Well, you know what? I'm done. Hallelujah. Uncle <laughs> well, Anderson, um, and he kind of holds the fort down over here at the spiritual after party. <laughs> well, do you have any prayer requests so that we may remember them? Or do you have anything that you want to bring to the house this morning? Well, yes, I do. I would like to lift Robin Lynn Mabin up in prayer that all of her spiritual, professional, and financial needs are met and that the Lord will continue to put people in her life to uplift her and encourage her. Wow. Thank you, Lord. She appreciates Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Well, thank you very much. We love Robin Lynn. We we love Robin Lynn, and uh, um, she has certainly been an inspiration uh, in my life and many other lives. I was just giving her flowers this morning, and uh, I call her the point-and-click doctor because if anything you want to do, if you have anything that uh, can be a blessing to anyone, she will find an avenue, a way to put it out there. And the good part about it is she can get it out there at at, at no cost or little cost, where other people just try to charge you four, five, six thousand dollars to get your publication out. And uh, uh, God has given her so many avenues uh, to do this. And uh, uh, I would tell anyone that love God. Please know Robin Lynn Maven. Robin Lynn Maven has so many sides to her until you love one of them. You see, she'll treat you so many ways until you love one of them. Amen. <laughs> I chuckle and I laugh because she, she, she all the time, all the years I've known her, she get me faced up. Now, Apostle, you need to listen. <laughs> Dad, we got a fight at the end of the show on the air last yesterday. Oh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and I go back years. She uh, One time she says, uh, uh, now, I'm going to get your computer straightened out. You know, you, you, need to, you need to do this and do that. So, okay, I'll let you in there. I'm trying to control the cursor. The cursor is zooming all over my <laughs> So I have the curse, and I'm moving it. She said, are you touching that? <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, I'm trying to get it. She said, no, I'm controlling your computer. <laughs> that sounds like her. <laughs> so she's a blessing. Amen. Yes, we want to keep her lifted up and proud. We want to spiritually, financially support her. But she truly, she truly loved God. Amen. We were talking about uh, the book of James, how that James and how that he was inspired by the Lord 
attend the writing in this book. We went back to chapter one. We were over in chapter four. And I like what he was saying in chapter four. That's why I was going to. And he asked him a question in four. He said, what? What what is all this fighting and worrying about? You know, and he's speaking to the people of uh, of today as well as he was speaking to the people of yesterday. And, you know, uh, as Christians, you know, we have to endure temptation. We have to sit. When you come to work for the king, you're going to have some ups and downs, not because you're going up and down, it's because the road you're traveling and the people that are on that road, some of them will endorse you, some of them will love you, some of them will hurt you. And if you sit there and you don't take the bitter with the sweet and you allow all the sweet to be sweet and the bitter to turn you away, then we will become, we, God can't use us because he told us that we need to arm ourselves as we suffer. You know, we need to arm ourselves. We need to put on the full armor of God. We come out, we have cotton, we talking spiritually, looking spiritual, and uh, uh, really we are torn and falling apart. And we have to get it right. If we're going to work for the kingdom, if we're going to work with the king, we have to get it right. You know, First Corinthians, I think the seventh chapter, it talks about that Christ had to die. He had to die and be resurrected. He said, you also got to die. You got to die to all of this sin mess. You got to die. Your flesh is going to trouble you. It's going to tell you, you understand me? Uh, she don't like you. He don't like you. Who do you think you are? And that's fleshly stuff. That's not the spirit of, of truth speaking. We need to walk in righteousness today. We can't continue to read the book. And then let this knowledge slip from us. I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. No. And see, it's, it's when we have to get it, get it right, it's not about being right. It's about being righteous. Because the only thing that's right is the righteousness of our Father. That's right. That's right. It, Everything is in righteousness. It's in Christ Jesus. It's in righteousness. In holiness. That's right. That's right. I like what James say in uh in, in one in, in, in verse one and uh, I mean chapter one verse nine. It says, "Let the lowly brother glory in exhortation, but the rich in his humiliation, because of the flower of the field." He will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with the burning heat, and it withers in the grass, his flower fades, fails, and his beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away. You know, and we flounce ourselves and we run after people, you understand me, because they have an outward appearance of that they have something that we don't have. Wrong. Wrong. We have. Everything we need, said we are complete in who? In him. In him. So if I'm complete in him, that means I have righteousness down in the inside of me. You know, when he said in Matthew 18, he said, whatever you bind on earth, you know, and I find a lot of prayers, but I don't find a lot of binding going on. My my sister just called in. When you hear a lot of prayer, 
do you hear a lot of I bind the spirit of jealousy, I bind the spirit of greed, I buy, do you hear them binding up anything? And and not only that, but if I do hear them binding, I don't hear them casting it either. See? See? So so how would you like for for me to lay hands on you and I'm studying binding all these spirits and study praying for all these unclean spirits. Now I'm gonna lay hands on somebody. I think there's a little transference going on. I think you better not ever touch me. Thank you. I just lift my hands in the air. And you know, another reason I don't lay hands I know the Bible says lay hands, lay hand on no man's son and it says lay hands and proud, you know, call on the elders. I I, I, I see so much anointing and the things that God is doing through me. And so I don't want to lay hands because I don't want them to say, and Apostle Anderson, you know, I just lift my hand and then I speak the word. I mean, I was out I was out in Illinois and I was praying. A couple had gotten out of an 18-wheeler and I had parked my truck. And for some reason, we struck up a conversation. And he was saying his wife had cancer, blah, blah, blah. She was standing there. And I lift my hands before the lady. And I said, Lord, as and then it started raining. It started raining, raining on top of us. And I said, Lord, as a token, as a token of your truth, that this is a done deal. Let the rain move over. The rain moved over. The rain moved over off of us and just moved over yonder. You can see it over there. Man. I got a, I got a question. Go ahead, my sister. Okay. Now, this is one of those questions that if I was standing up in the church and I asked the question, it would probably get me run down again. I'm not there right now. So my question is, the word says, lay hands on no man suddenly. Then why come every Sunday you got a whole pulpit full of like 27 ministers and anointing people. Because they it's, it's it's a couple of reasons. It's a couple of reasons why man do that. One reason is because man have not fully understood the scriptures. Okay. All right. Okay. Because that was gonna lead to my next question was if I'm judging anything according to it looks to me like some people out of order. Well, you know, the Bible says that uh, a servant is not going to be any greater than his master. So so we're study raising ministers and study raising peoples to do the same thing that we do. And so that's why we have a lot of a lot of churches in in America and they all do the same thing and they all speak the same tongues. All of them speak the same tongue. If it's a tongue that's that I understand that, but in all of the churches doing all that with it, where is the church doing the word? But what we get is, 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 is are there any churches doing the word these days? Is it, or is, it, is is all hope lost? It's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to hear you, sis. I don't know why. Let me see. Let me see. Can I make just? I'm gonna put my phone on noise free. I put my phone on noise free, and maybe that may have helped. I pray that it yes. is. I, I want to hear you. Chat. 
Because I'm coming up loud on my end. Check, yeah, you good. No, you good right there. It was just, it, it, was, it, it, it was skipping and, and distorted, but you you back to normal now. Check, 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 check. What about now? Check, check, check. Normal. Oh, check. Okay. Yeah, normal right there. Go ahead and 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 and, and, and uh, ask that. Someone did, did uh, anyone else come in the room or did they leave the room? Someone someone departed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's life. They come and go. Hallelujah. But the thing about it is, the thing about it is this: is that the Lord it tells us that the things of God that He has given us to do today is that we need to be obedient and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Now, if I'm going to walk under the authority of God, under the hand of God, then I'm going to have to do the things of God. And all the way for me to do the things of God is that I'm going to have to learn from him. I'm not going to get this learning from school. I mean, you can go to school. We're not, we don't tell, you know, no one, you shouldn't go to school. But the scriptures also said that you need not a teacher, for you have an answer from God, you know all things. He's saying, I want to teach you my way. But man says, like someone came on the line last week and they said, uh, I, 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 I just spent three years in this and that, and I'm getting ready to go to this and that. I said, well, praise the Lord, hallelujah. No, I'm not against that. But at the same time, you need the anointing of God. You need to read how the saints of God, how the uh, the saints of old, how they carried out, how they carried out things pertaining to the church. And like you said, like you said, why everybody want to lay hands? Why they want to lay hands? Because I never did get to the other reason is because they want to draw attention to them. Everyone wants them. Wants attention. That's why men go out of their way uh, uh, to buy all this elaborate stuff. They consume it upon their flesh. James, James talks about it. First uh, Timothy three, it talks about it. Jeremiah seven, it talks about it. It's they talking about the truth and it's telling us what not to be like. But being like, we don't believe what God is saying this morning. What 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 really is the problem here? Do we not believe what the Father is saying? Or do you not even care? We're just going to have church our own way. Well, I think I've often come to the conclusion and from what I've observed is that the people don't believe God. Because now God, God's will, whether we are in it or not, God's will is going, is going on. Okay? And and in any and all situations, God's will is going on. So we have people that will be messing around, not believing God, and perpetrating. And then when God shows up, it scares the, the bee Jesus out of them, and they run and leave the flock. Mm-hmm. Well, now, look at this situation in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, you know, I lived in Oklahoma quite a few Sir, before you get going, we've got five minutes. In five minutes, we're going to have to uh, close close out. Okay. 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 Uh, In Oklahoma, 
the minister, the minister had a visiting minister, and the Lord decided he wanted to um, change order of service, the Lord himself. In the midst of the Lord changing order of service, the pastor to the church was trying to get that minister to go up to the podium. What the Lord was doing, he wanted to do, the minister had enough, he, he had enough respect for God and things of God and what God was doing, not to walk up to the podium. So the pastor of the church was nudging the minister, go up, go up, go up, so he can change the order of the service. And, and uh, uh, so the pastor himself decided to step on the podium. When the pastor himself stepped up to the podium and began to uh, exert himself, immediately the podium was slung out in the middle of the floor of the church, and the pastor landed out there in all the broken pieces of the podium. And they scraped him up and took him into the pastor's study. But they knew that the truth, they knew that the anointing had came through there and had done what had done had done what was done in that church. I think God needs to go back to doing things that way. And just maybe the world will see that God is not dead because the world actually believes. They're not even looking at all the floods and stuff that the enemy is. The Bible said when it's me. I think God that still does do things the way that he still does do things. I still, I, he ain't changed. He ain't changed. Well, well, the peoples of God, they need to bring about a change because God, he's had enough of what we think is right. You know, mm-hmm. it's not what I think is right. It's what is right. And what's right is that we will begin to do things the way that the Lord has already ordained for it to be done. It, this is not a new way. This is a whole way. And the problem is the world wants to change the church into a gruesome thing. And it's not God. It's not like that. The Bible says that he's not mock whatever you sow. That shall you reap. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We're gonna end on that note, wrap it up, and we'll be back tomorrow. Hey, Amen. And we'll, we'll get an early start. We came in late this morning. Um, no, we did not come in late. Well, we is we is me. I'm more than one. So that's what's wrong. I'm I'm too many. I'm too many people. <laughs> you know, you all that are listening to Robin and I, you know, hey, we just be just chatting and having fun. So a lot of things that we do, you remember, this is the after the afterflow. This is the overflow, rather. <laughs> I'd say the afterflow. <laughs> but I have my coffee. You could you could close out, sis. You could close out. Wrap us up, sir. Okay, then. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard. We ask that you continue to move, Father Lord, upon your people. Continue to bless us, Father, as we leave from the line, never leave from your presence. We ask you to go before us this day, and we'll give you all praise, glory, and honor. And the most high, see alone. <laughs>
and it's all good. Here I am with the girls, baby doll and DK. It's the tribe, let me see your hands sway. Sway to the left now, take it right back. Feel the track, cause it's fat, just a little laid back, not frantic. So it's time to unwind, reminiscing. In my mind, to some better time soothing. The chaos is taking me over and out of the way I know I should be. All day, every day, so you know I'm gonna live on. Living by the promises I know, not the way I feel. So many times, low, that's just real. Now we're taking back to become a little jaded. Joy got faded, holding to the one who made it, giving accolades and praises. I'll just keep bouncing back always. I'm living in the joy day. Well, I am back on. I am back on this side of the room. Yes, because I did get a late start, but I must get this scripture out. Amen. Uh, we left off speaking out of the book of James, uh, the first chapter. We're now down at the nineteenth verse. Qualities needed in trial. So then, my beloved brethren. Let every man 
Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. In order for us to stand in righteousness, we are going to have to know the ways of God. We're going to have to do some things to stand in righteousness. You can't sit around, continue warring warn with one another with words that will lead to wrath. So it says here in the 20th verse, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. God wants us to not only be hearers. In the 21st verse it said, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. The word must be implanted, embodied in you. And the only way for the word to get in you is you're going to have to read it. You're going to have to believe it. You're going to have to study it. You're going to have to spend more quality time you can't afford to sit around saying the pastor said the I'm going to you're going to have to pacify and be pacified by the word. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. The soul man need to be saved this morning. The spirit man, we are spirit, body, and soul, tripod, 22nd verse. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forget what kind of man he was, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty continue in it and is not forgetful and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the word. This one will be blessed in what he does. 26 words. If anyone among you think he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceive his own heart, this one's religion is useless. See, if you think that you can just take your mouth because of your position and just lay it out and just say things and do things, the Bible says because of your religion. The 26th verse said, If anyone among you think he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceive his own heart, this one's religious is useless. And the 27th verse say, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Hallelujah. That's our reading for this morning. Hallelujah. We certainly thank God. Hallelujah for the reading of his word. 
we know that he has already given us power and authority over everything. Amen. You know, uh, God commands us that we should separate ourselves from ungodly past and to reckon it as dead and gone in Romans 6 and 2. So you all this morning begin to take the scriptures and apply the scriptures to more than just hearing us. Apply your scriptures to self. It's so easy for me to sit here and to read and to preach but not be a doer of what I'm saying. I am a doer of his word, not only a hearer. I'm a believer and a doer, and I want you, too, to become a believer and a doer of his word. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that as we go from the program, never to leave from your presence, we ask you that you bless the word this morning, Father Lord. We ask you that you give sight to the blind today and that you'll recover them, Father. Lord, you're the only one that's able to bring us back to you, return us back to you this morning, Father. We'll give you all praise, glory, and honor. Bless our family and friends. Lord, bless them wherever they're at, God. Deliver them from sin today and go on to you with your perfect love. And we'll give you all praise, glory, and honor this morning in the Most High, Yah. Hallelujah. Be blessed to the Lord. We'll be back again here in the morning about 6.30 a.m. The Lord said the same, 6 a.m. We'll be here, and uh, we look forward to having a hot time tomorrow. We'll be um, uh, talking from the book of James, the second chapter, beware of personal favoritism. Mm-hmm. And I want you to get your Bibles and pens as we go into our study in the book of James. Peace and blessings, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.